Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We'll talk about TV shows, movies, books, anything where stories are involved. But it doesn't stop there. We want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. So until then, strap in. It's story time. Incest. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to stories, true and fictional. My name is Chris. I have with me J.A. Bryden. How are you going, young sir? Young sir, I'm going. I'm going well. I'm going well. That's not at all enthusiastic. I was expecting you to say that you're going excellent. And we also have Ryan, hey. the Bruce Wayne Haig, with us as well. Cowbunga. How are you going, Ryan? Doing I'm- well, I hope. Yes, very well, very well. We are here to talk about something important. We are here to explore in this particular series, nerd them. All things nerd them. To cross the expanse of everything that we consider nerdy. And last week in Australia, the sports nerds had to have their little run with State of Origin. Yes, and uh, before we talk on the main topic, let's just clear one thing up first if you're a fan of sports you're a nerd there is no question about this this is a fact now let me this show is all about facts and laying out opinions and let me just lay this out when i watch star wars i don't say yay we won yet when you watch sporting events you say you know let's say i don't know Let's say Queensland won, you go, yeah, we did it. You Did you play? Were you on the field? Were you, were you involved in any aspect of this whatsoever? No, you weren't. Let's take a look at another thing. You talk about it as if it's, you know, you're, you're involved in the team in any way. Did you see what they did in the weekend? I can't believe they, like, well, I, I wouldn't have done that. You weren't there. You had no decision-making whatsoever in this entire process of this sports franchise. But more importantly, let's talk about cosplay. Everyone loves cosplay. You buy jerseys with the names of the players on the back. You're basically cosplaying as Tom Brady at that point, wishing you were Tom You're not Tom Brady, which is fine. When people go to comic book conventions, they know they're not the superhero, but they're just wearing their enthusiasm on their sleeves like you do every weekend in a giant comic-con convention called a sporting estate it's the same basically it's the same thing there's no there's no very little difference there ryan you 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 are also somewhat of a sports nerd do you agree with this particular my particular argument i'm putting forth here i most certainly do 100 percent. like i i i my my main real sport is baseball and i love baseball I'm very happy that Apple TV now is showing the games live, which is good because I get to watch some of it. But agree, I'm wearing a Chicago White Sox hat. And yet you've never played for the Chicago White Sox in any way, shape, or form, nor are you affiliated with the team. I do not. But when when you win, you'll be like, yeah, we won. Like, you'd still feel the same pride. 
Freaking when the Avengers won, I didn't go, we did it. We beat Thanos. <laughs> Same concept. Even though technically you do look a lot like Wong from Doctor Even Star. though... I, it, Not it, in a racist way. In an even actual- though I do dabble as the Sorcerer Supreme, I will admit that. I will admit that I do some dabbling as the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, yep, exactly. But no, but, I, get, I agree with every word you're saying. You know, 100%. And, and, pe- and people debate, you know, could Captain America beat superman the same way people argue could lebron james beat mj in his prime and the answer is obviously no not even not even in a million years but again it's still a debated argument same set again nerds we're and we love we love all things nerdy and we and yes i do intend for this series to go into my little ponies at one stage where we will watch <laughs> my little ponies friendship is magic and then we'll come back and and, and try to understand why it's so popular but we might very well enjoy it jamie but we're here more today to talk about something that you believe in strongly okay let's talk about the teenage mutant hero turtles as they were known as they they were known in britain we are not the uk so we're not talking (laughs) about the hero turtles all right sorry ninja turtles now this is the one franchise that you hold dear in your heart. The yeah. one time I've heard you speak about the lore of the turtles and how certain things are deeply offensive to the law, like the <laughs> Michael Bay films, you know. Yep. You'll watch a Star Wars and be like, yeah, change the law, doesn't really matter to me. But then when you know they make one small change in Michael Bay's turtles, and you're like, oh no, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so tell me, <laughs> tell me, Jamie, why? What 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 resonates with you about these turtles? Look, look. Okay, what I like about the turtles is that it's not like Star Wars, in the sense that I see every iteration of the turtles as a different version because they don't. There is no really connected law. They just go, "This is this one. This is that one. This is this one." They don't. Um, it's always a new origin, and it's always different. And yet, you hated Michael Bay's masterpiece. It wasn't a masterpiece. It was a masterpiece. So you, you, know have, to, you have to admit it. It was a masterpiece. You have to accept it in your heart. Of masterpiece. I, I will accept the Michael Bay movie as a masterpiece when you accept your Lord and Savior Ryan L. Johnson into your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Imagine if, imagine if you will, you were able just to rip out the Last Jedi and go bloop. No, see, it's you know because it's not part of the law. You see, <sighs> that's just a different version. Wouldn't that be sweet? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> I, but, but that doesn't answer why you like turtles, James. Look, I, well, just mean in general. Look, I, yes. I, I grew I grew up with it. It's like it's ever since that cartoon came on that amazing. 1987 cartoon and i heard the theme song like i was late to school at so many times because i wanted to see and my mum would say don't worry i'm taping it and we're like i don't care it's the turtles <laughs> now ryan have you also experienced the tur- you've, you've obviously experienced the turtles what was your oh. earliest memory of these teenage mutant and hero turtles was the cartoon for sure um growing up as a young boy watching them. Uh, but my my real, the memory that really stuck with me was the first movie, the Ninja Turtles, uh, yes. the puppet where they had puppets. 
Um, <clears throat> I remember going to seeing that at the cinemas and then owning it in a green VHS. That's just why it's stuck in my head. But um, yeah, I did own the cartoon series on VHS as well. I think they were multicolored cassettes at the yeah. same time. So yeah, I would consider myself a fan, not as much as Jamie, because obviously that's his thing. Um, but yeah, yeah well, I started started on the cartoons as well. Now, let's 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 talk about the cartoons because they 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 gave us one of the greatest toy lines of all time. <laughs> oh yeah, and they did re-release them recently. I did see them in the store at I think they were like forty fifty dollars, and damn, I wanted to, but I just couldn't bring myself. I'm not a big turtles. I like turtles, but I was. But Jamie, have you bought the new re-release no. of the old? Wow, and you call yourself a fan? That's interesting. <laughs> I'm, 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 again. One, one, it's my birthday in a week. Wink, wink. There's a thing called, I no longer have room to put anything anywhere. Like I literally right. have no, I have a floating DeLorean that is in the cupboard because I have nowhere to put it. Also, that should be in the cupboard because you cupboard shouldn't open it. That's... Yeah. Because that thing is worth so much money now. But you own those turtles as a child, did you not? Yeah, yeah, I did. I still got a box of some of the figures somewhere that they're, they're missing their weapons and belts. The belts, you could take the belts off if I from memory as well. And the little weapon, yeah. and they had like multiple different weapons. They had like the ninja stars and they had like yeah. the, their main weapons and they had these like little hook things as yeah. well. And they'd all had little holes you could fit them on the belts as well. They all, you know, it was, yeah. it was absolutely spectacular. I did believe. I do believe. I think you own you, you, Michael. Now, Michelangelo is your main turtle. Is that correct? Childhood, yes. But when I got older, and especially in the IDW line, where um, it was the the Daniel Jackson effect. Remember in Stargate, where I just did not like Daniel Jackson all that much, and then he died, and then I suddenly went, I like Daniel Jackson. So the similar thing happened to me. Donatello was always my least favorite turtle. And then in the IDW series, he quote unquote dies. And then I suddenly go, oh, but I like Donatello. And now I equally like them all the same, pretty much. So you like all the turtles. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's be honest. Now, you now, say yeah. you like all the turtles the same, the same way girls say that, that you know, of, of the BTS, they like them all the same. But no, there's always one. There's always one they like more than the <laughs> other. One Direction, the same thing. Pussycat Dolls, same thing. Look, well, actually, no, there's only one Pussycat Dolls, Nicole. The other is back up. Again, they're just, they're just there for the background. Yeah. Uh, what's another What's another example? You know, Blackpink, everyone says, has a, has a favorite member of that band, obviously. And if it's not, if it's not, uh, you know, Lisa, they're idiots, but that's a separate, separate conversation. <laughs> Ryan, would you have a favorite turtle uh, coming from a somewhat turtle fan? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would probably say Leo. Leo was my favorite. He was a great shooter, follows the rules, procedural. That's just me. So I gravitated towards Leonardo and, and still have for a lot of a lot and of the, I commend that answer because as you would also know, Turtles, you know, with whilst it is a fiction, let's talk about practicality. He was the only one that actually brought decent weapons to a fight. He has two swords. Everyone else has absolute, absolute trash. So, I mean, I don't know what else. I don't know what the other turtles are thinking about, like, not having two swords, because they wouldn't, if you were going to go to battle, two yeah. swords just seems like the logical thing, rather than nunchucks, well, that's, that's daggers, funny and a bow staff. 
when I played the video games, I always chose Donatello because he had the best range <laughs> with his weapon. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's not the fact that I like Donatello; it's the fact that you're the best turtle for this scenario. Yeah, but that doesn't answer the question, Jamie. Right now, at this current present oh. timeline, you have to pick between oh. your favorite of the five or no six turtles. Now there are now six official <laughs> canon turtles. Six right. canon turtles. So Venus. What's the what's the yellow banded new girl called? Tanika. Um, oh, what's her name? Tanika. 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 And then obviously the brothers. So there are six official canon turtles. Look, honestly, probably right now, Raphael. Mm. Elaborate. I like the hot headedness. I like the vigilante style of his behavior. Like he's always just goes rogue. I appreciate a turtle that's out by himself. Kicking ass. But doesn't that sort of go against the whole theme of the turtles being a team, though? Yeah, but he's he's always the one that's you know, and then he learns a valuable lesson. <laughs> Speaking of that, obviously, we watched the children's show. Yeah, uh, Ryan, as the comic book fan, when did you have you when did you sort of start uh, sort of exploring the comic side of the turtles? Have, have you have, have you gone much down that path of the yeah yeah the comic line <coughs> yeah, of turtles? I joined with the IDW line, even the the main series, the one that um is still currently running, I believe. Mm, it is. Um, yeah, look, I started with that probably a bit late into the fold. It was before I met Jamie, but not much before I met Jamie. Um, I, rec- I I think that's, to, in my opinion, movies, cartoons, everything, that is my favourite iteration of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is from the IDW run up until issue 100. Now, you mentioned up until issue 100. What's the what about issue one hundred and one? What is what is the? Um, look, I just didn't like the way that it went into the the whole mutant city kind of thing. I'm I'm going to be honest. I didn't read past issue one hundred three because so, to slight spoiler alert: city blows up. Yeah, half the city gets mutated, and they basically wall it off and build a mutant town. Um, yeah. and then the, there's there's a whole bunch of shenanigans in mutant town. So so. That didn't appeal to you at all. That whole concept of like you know, you know, mutants. Because oh, I believe there's a certain no, yeah, other series that, called X Men exactly that you're a fan of. That's exactly why it didn't appeal to me. Because up until that period in issues one to one hundred, it felt like an original idea, and it just felt like we're going to go into what everyone else is doing, i.e., in humans, mutants, mutants. So to me, I just, I look at it as a hundred fantastic issues and yep. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Jamie, do you feel the same about this particular thing? Pretty much. And I, I think, I think it was, it's not the, the, you know, Mutant City per se. It's just, I felt off when I read the, whatever issue, it was a volume that was called. Um, Reborn, I think it was. Out of the Ashes or yeah. something like that. And even the name was like, ugh. And it just felt odd. like it did not feel like it's again. It's like super, like it's like watching Supernatural season six right after you've watched Supernatural season five. It just it felt you knew someone else was doing it, and it didn't have that same magic as what came before it. Yeah. Was it so? Uh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not up to date on this one. So you're saying that obviously they switch riders. Is that? Is that? Yeah. Or, okay. 
And you don't believe that the new writer is continuing on the turtle legacy well from the sounds of things? Not well, not in I read I read four volumes after no no four issues after. So I probably read one more issue further than Ryan. And I was like, ugh. Ugh. Like it just didn't it just didn't grip me. All right. If uh, ID comics aside, that, that specific series aside, is there any other Turtles comics that from, I'll, I'll go I'll start with Ryan. Ryan, have you read any of the other like, Turtles comics that sort of, that speak to you, mini um, series or otherwise? Yeah, so basically um, IDW relaunched. So nin, the original Ninja Turtles, I believe, was with Image Comics. Um, they did a run. They released it as, I think it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends. Um, they had a, a small spin-off series where they, pretty much just re redid it, recolored it, um, sort of brought it into today's colouring and, and look, uh, which was which was good. It was interesting. It was di- completely different in terms of turtles. Um, it still had the main turtles, but it was a different feel. Uh, but I was okay with that because it still had that feeling of what I was enjoying from the original run in IDW. So it sounds like from that sentiment, though, in comics, do you prefer... So it's not so much about for the visuals for you, it's the story. Is that correct? Yeah, saying from a comic side of things? Interesting. Yeah. But I know that some people seem to sometimes with comics, they'll gloss over the story of the visuals or the you know, sequences. But you seem like someone that's basically... When they have that giant block of text, you actually do read through all of the, the text. Is That sounds like something that you do. I do, 100%. 100%. Yeah, even as a kid, I struggled with all the giant rules. <laughs> if they, you know, that, if they, I got the gist of the story, then I sort of moved on to the next panel. Yeah, and and there, there are certain people that are that do they get more story from the art than they do from the actual words. But no, I've always been the art. It's obviously fantastic to have it there, but as a reader of normal books as well, I prefer the story will have me over. To, if the story doesn't grab me, no matter how good the art is, I'm I'm out. Okay, cool, cool. Jamie, apart from the Audi, the main sort of main series, is there any other turtle series that your comics are you particularly fond of? I know that you recently collected are uh, collecting um Last Ronin. Yes. Yep, Tell finished. us about this one. That's fantastic. It's um spoiler alert, it's set in the future and three of the turtles are dead, and one of them is on the vengeance path, and it's basically in the future. So they're no longer teenage. He's well, he's no longer a teenager. He's gruff and wielding all turtle weapons. Interesting. And basically, he takes he's got his the 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 big main bad is the grandson of Shredder, mm-hmm. and he's got a spoiler alert in the last issue. He's got a badass, you know, somewhat almost silver um, silver samurai type of costume. Mm-hmm. Silver and, samurai type of costume. Yeah, like so it's like silver and all futuristic and um and yeah, typical rooftop battle. But um it's no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. You know, you've got old April, you've got her daughter is um son of Casey. Mm-hmm. She's also called Casey, she's learning ninjutsu and all that stuff, and it's futuristic and it's something Chris Warner would really like. It's got, a, it's got a bit of cyberpunk feel to it too. Interesting, good, it good. Definitely good. does. It's, it's it's like an Elseworld tale, I would say. Mm. Um, in but yeah, it's fantastic, absolutely. And I, I would almost put the. Have you finished reading it, Ryan? No, no. I'm up to the last issue. Yeah. Well, I'd I'd almost put it in the same 
as a whole. And this is this is a huge call, but I'm I'm putting it on the same feel as Logan. Oh wow! Oh, like hang on a minute. Hang on now. That sort of okay. Gripping. Hang on now. I'm talking about one of I the almost you know <laughs> most iconic potential stories of our generation here, comics and movie. Yeah. I I mean I, look it's it's a it's a great book. But what threw me is the release schedule, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it was very, we're talking, there was, I think, one period where it was about six months be- between issues. Um, so in terms of I'm wanting to read it all in once, and then I'll be able to make that. Yeah. So I've been reading it as it came out, and obviously the flow is not there because yeah. it's been so long. So I'm planning on reading it all at once now that issue five is out. Um, and see if I get that fit. I can't. I can't agree until I've read it all at once, yeah. because that is a big call. Mm. But, but question for you both now, because obviously there's a number of different iterations of turtles. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that? Where do you think turtles best fits? Does it, does it best fit aiming for the children's market with the toys and that, or do you think it's, or is it the older comics? Where you know the older, more gritty violence ones, where they actually do use their weapons. Where do you think the turtles? See, like, see where, where that's it's that's that's tough because <laughs> it's like I know what I want, and I don't care what the children want. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the children? Um, but then there's also in the old '80s cartoon, they did use their weapons because they were fighting machines half the time. Yeah. So there is balance for that. You can do like even when the old X-Men card and when Wolverine was doing all the claw moves on robots, you know, going like, if, if, if that was a human, this would be R rated, you know, that sort of thing. It leaves room for, you can be a little bit extra violent. I think if it's a robot. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a generational question to be honest with you, Mm. because when we were growing up, like the cartoons were the best thing in the world for me. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I rewatched them. And, but then as I've gotten older, they still have rewatchable value, but I find that while the movies are great, I I like the IDW iteration of the Ninja Turtles the most. I have yet to see a movie come out of the Ninja Turtles that I agree is at that level. Yeah. Now, speaking of turtles, let's talk about the best turtles movie of all time: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Okay. <laughs> I can't. I, I, it is so good to see a movie where they don't use their weapons because of, of mums groups. And so they use basically slami or basically anything else. Yeah. It is so good to see a movie where they got, you know, vanilla ice and they went, screw story, plot, they reason, logic. Let's do a music video. That's what the people want to see. Apparently um, they, they um, what's his name? Vanilla Ice's bodyguard almost had like a punch on with one of the filmmakers or something like and and the guy I was trying to have a punch on was probably some guy who knew ninjutsu really, but um, <laughs> like it was something really tense about that thing. But you'd all agree. We're we're all in agreement, right? That that's the best turtles I, film, I, right? I think the second um, one. Look, early on, look, I, I have a special place in my heart for the first two. I just I just do, and honestly, the sec I think the second one is more quotable than the first one. Oh. Like no, more quotable. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's the, you get a lot more quotes out of it. I don't know. I, I'm contra- as a wrestling fan, I'm contractually obligated to like number two because Kevin Nash plays um, the Super Shredder. But 
<laughs> I, I, Jamie, my quote, my favorite quote from all the Ninja Turtles movies comes from number one. I'm sorry, I have to disagree. And that is a wise man once said, <laughs> pay full price for a late pizza. That is my, I quote that all the time, yeah. regardless of the situation yeah. warrants or not. And, and every, every time, every time there's the cricket comes on, I always go cricket. <laughs> you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> um, it sounds yeah. like you are somewhat of a Look, first turtles film. I than move the up and down one. with the first one and the second one. I move up and down all all the time. But um, and I remember as a kid absolutely loving the third one. Turtles but, in time. Yeah, as a kid. So that's the child perspective. I think it's because it was just such a good story, but it's the, the costumes that throw you off. Um, I, I The costumes were basically the same. No, they, they weren't. They really they weren't. Was, not, they were similar not, enough, weren't they? No, they weren't. Ooh. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Hold on, what was wrong with the costumes? Okay, let, let me put it in perspective for you, all right? It's like you watching uh, Star Wars with all the lightsaber stuff, and then you watch that video that you sent us the other day of actual <laughs> sword fences doing you know the actual sword fighting with lightsabers yes um, you can tell the difference yeah uh, touche <laughs> touche good you sir touche you can tell the difference um now on the second one can we all can ryan i'm gonna ask you this question mm -hmm. if you had to choose between bebop and rocksteady or token razor where do you fall I'll have to say Bebop and Rocksteady. Ah, oh, you're wrong, but to. okay. I have to. Elaborate why. The cartoons and the comics and I just, I mean, I'm, Jamie, you might be able to answer this. Was that Toko and Razor, that was just for that second movie, right? No, they came oh. from, I think they came from a video game before it. Okay, okay. Like they were canon. Okay. Um, or loose canon, because you know what Turtles is like. It's like, yeah, free roll. <laughs> but Tatsu, on the other hand, he was uh, he was a bad mother. You know, I, like, I saw him in, when I was little. I saw him in an episode of Walker Texas Ranger, and he was speaking perfect English. Like, <laughs> hey guys, how are you? <laughs> really? Yeah. So that man he, could scare me with a grunt when I was little. <clears throat> Ninja vanish. <laughs> Our master. Ninja vanish. Yeah. I tattoo now lead. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, that, that, that dude scared me, seriously, like, yeah. when I was little. And he's probably the most, you know, nicest guy ever. Oh, probably, yeah. It's like Martin Cove, in real life, he's such a nice guy. He, yeah. I heard him on a podcast, he's such, a, but then he's, when he's John Kreese, yeah, you hate him so much. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, but yeah, I think for me, my order of Turtle movies is. Yeah, give us the, give us the order. Number one, number two. Mm-hmm. The 2007 animated one. Oh, a long, an oft-forgotten animated film. Yes, yep, yep. yep. Um, then it would be Batman and versus Ninja Turtles. Ooh, that's a great series. Then it would be maybe Turtles Forever, that weird cartoon where they did all the multiverse turtles. And the Turtles Forever. I don't think I saw that. I one. think we did watch it. It's, like, it's an old one, and it brought like all the universes together. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. And then it would be number three, and then and then the second Michael Bay film, and then the first Michael Bay film. Interesting, Ryan. Do you have a specific order of turtles films you're, that you're? Uh, very similar to Jamie's, but I place the animated two thousand and seven one as my favorite. 
I recently rewatched it, um, probably about two months ago, and it is still holds up. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's as of Ryan, who is forty year old right now, that is my favorite. Mm. Uh, followed by one and two, followed by um, followed by. Well, see, I didn't really put Batman Ninja Turtles in my list because I was just going off Ninja Turtles only movie. All right, yeah. And then I'll put Bay One, Bay Two, and then Three. I didn't like Three at all. I've only ever seen it once. Okay, okay, that's interesting. So let's talk about the TV series now. We can all agree that the best t- the best Ninja Turtles was um, Turtles Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation with Venus. We can all agree that that's probably the greatest of the Turtle series. But let's just talk about thanks why. for listening, guys. This is the- <laughs> <laughs> just let's talk about why that was the best. Honestly, I only probably watched one episode. Really, and then I was like what the F is this? And I was like a kid and I was going, mom, what the F is this? <laughs> that thing was sensational. I, I, I think it was too nuanced for you. I think well, I, I didn't, didn't even quite I understand. Didn't, and this, this, will, this will divide the room. I didn't even like Power Rangers. So when they did the crossover, I was like, Ugh. what? What? I never like I never like Power Rangers. Oh my shut God. your whole mouth. <laughs> yeah, shut your, <laughs> you shut your damn whole mouth. Uh, Wow. Wow. But in saying that, in saying that, and this is no disrespect to you, Jamie, he's Jamie's not a fan of anime, so I can understand why he doesn't like Power Rangers. He also doesn't like cartoons much anymore, either, apparently, according to him. According to him, they do nothing for him. I just don't watch much anymore. Okay. All right. So if you don't agree that that's the best series ever, which I think if you don't agree that you're wrong, because obviously they had they solved a number of great turtles lore issues where they were not no longer all brothers, they were adopted brothers, so they could all date Venus at once and not be weird. Um, but <laughs> what is then the best TV series of turtles then, if it isn't the next mutation, which is uh, two thousand and three series, two thousand and three? That was the. Um, what was that? The theme song, the Teenage Ninja Turtles, or something like that. Sorry, Jay, I, I, I need more from that. What, what uh, I'm going into it now. So it was, oh. it was a, it was a Fox show, um, yeah. and then moved to CW for kids. So moved to Turtles. that. Um, oh, I can't remember. It's. I've, I've never seen it. So you, you, you actually, because I do remember this, because you made me, you actually physically made me watch it. Yeah, one, two, three, four, turtles. Yes, that's it. There you go. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, that that, that, no, it, that, that was, was that, that was good. That, that was, was a good series. The opening, the very first episode was basically the comic issue one, um, the black and white first original. It was almost word for word the opening. Um, so it was very, um paid great attention to the source material like the very first comic they basically molded it off that and i and actually will, i will agree with you on that all jokes aside because they had you know the triceratops they did triceratons they yep. did you know the actual you know alien speed like what's the, what's the little the ones that live in the stomach called the oh what are they called they're not crank because crank was called one of them like utron utron yeah they did the utron storyline um it was five it was i think it's like five seasons wasn't it like five um, and then they did like a little spin-off weird futuristic where they went to the future and no no one watches that one they changed the animation style and yeah they know yeah i sorry it's seven seasons seven seasons from um 2003 to 2009 
Yep, yeah. seven seasons, 155 episodes. Jamie, I think you still own it, don't you, somewhere on your little... I have it, yes. Okay, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Very hard to come across, so I, I'm glad I got it early. And I believe um, the Turtles Forever is actually from this particular show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it was in the... Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, it was just really fun. And April wasn't a reporter. She was a scientist. Worked for Baxter Stockman. Baxter Stockman wasn't like... He was like, he was like you know, like power hungry, you know, smart, intelligent guy. I'm surprised it got made because it's one of those things where it's. I think it was. I think it was because it was that it was that the era where I was like going kids shows were getting a little bit more edgier, quote unquote. Yeah, well, and I so vividly, I vividly remember an episode where they literally cut someone in half. Yes, yes, like from head to toe, just straight down the middle. I'm going kids show. <laughs> but they managed to make it, and, and and I do believe it actually worked. And I do believe it, you know. Yeah. Um. So. If so, you you would hold that as the I guess the benchmark of a turtle series. Yeah, like show. if if you're going look, the '80s one was fun and kidsy and like they didn't take themselves too seriously. But this was like you know, a running plot line, gritty. Um, in my opinion, probably some of the best voice voices I've ever had for the turtles. Mm. Um, That's true. I don't know. Do you know who voices or just random? Oh, I think they're just randoms. Um, I think I looked up Leonardo and he's like done nothing. It's just like, oh, I'm Leonardo. Okay. Um, but obviously that's your that's your your favorite series of, of, of I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the best. If that's the best. Ryan, do you have a series that sort of sticks out to you in your minds apart from just the original 80s? That's the only one I've ever seen, the original 80s. Wow. You have a lot of catching up to do on on <laughs> on turtles mythology then if that's really that's what i mean i spent most of my time reading the comics so i only mm. ever ever really remember watching the 80 the one the one that was in the 80s when i was in school um obviously back when it came out streaming wasn't as big as it is right now so it wasn't even you know downloading wasn't that big back then so you know what I mean? Like it would have been something that would have been very hard to get come across and I probably would have given up easily. <laughs> but I just, yeah, the only one I've ever seen aside from the animated movies is the 80s and that was always hold a special place in my heart. Mm, but I don't know, like, that's true. That's a good, that's a valid point. Speaking on that particular point in terms of, you know, holding it dear, near and dear to, in, in, of this particular franchise into, into, into our hearts, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the masterpiece, which was obviously Michael Bay's uh, Ninja <laughs> Turtles franchise. Uh, two films that uh, that are by far the strongest of the films. I don't think Jamie's opinion counts because he didn't like the Turtles Power Rangers crossover. So he, basically, he doesn't like cinematic universes. He's very clear. <laughs> so you know, MCU, DCU. He's like going, yeah, just, ah, cinematic nah. universes. Who cares about it? You know, turtles and parents cross over. I mean, they live in the same. They're in the same universe. In no, fact, that's, in that's, fact, that's, the that's, only Star Wars movies I like is Episode Seven, Eight, and Nine, particularly Eight. Mm, it's really strong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, yeah. So, Jamie, I believe you were, you were somewhat excited about Michael Bay's Turtles when it first came. I out. had look. I have to be excited about all the turtles whenever there's something new turtles coming, and. What made it even more exciting was the fact that I won tickets to the premiere and I got got to meet the god-awful actress that is called Megan Fox. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I got a fist bump from Will Arnett, so that was pretty 
promising. Yep, 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 cool. yep. So, in your mind, I think I think it worked on every level: mm. action, comedy, storyline, um, plot. But you know, because because I'm I'm, I'm a balanced person. Why didn't you think it worked out well? Weren't you the person that said you don't learn ninjutsu from a book? You see, that's just that's just my very Asian centric <laughs> point of view. But that's not, yeah, that's just that's just because you know that that's but I, I, I will admit that's just my bias from you know studying martial arts and practicing it for, for a number yes. of years. That's just my personal bias. Maybe you can learn it from a book whilst I had to, you know, study under teachers and you know masters maybe you could yeah. learn it from a book that's just my personal bias but apart from that thing look it just it's it had the right tone i will say it had the right tone but i just couldn't get past the fact that they were essentially the hulk how so like one they're bulletproof so why do they need to learn ninjutsu um you know, they're bulking around the city. When, like, they've never been that gigantic. They've never... Mm-hmm. And, and why does Donatello need glasses when the, they talk about the, mut- the mutagen being like a healing factor that can help people heal and perfect health and all that stuff? And then Donnie's like, oh, but I don't put my glasses on because Michael Bay again. Mm-hmm. He, the only yep. way he can say people are nerdy is if they have glasses on. Hey, do not, do not pick on his hot nerds. <laughs> Who don't know that they're hot because they wear glasses in all his films, young man. Do not pick on the last Transformers film with that nerdy <laughs> polar like a horse riding polo girl. She was such a nerd because she was wearing glasses. Oh my god, what a nerd! Like <laughs> biggest nerd ever. Yeah. Star Lord's mum. That was Star Lord's mother. Do not pick on Star Lord's mother. <laughs> I just, maybe I maybe I need to watch it again with a kind of heart, but like because it had things like the it ended on a rooftop. I love rooftop battles. So that's a very turtles thing to do. We're gonna mm-hmm. have a big fight on the rooftop. Mm-hmm. They got the characters right. They act like the personalities and um yep. So but it's design also, plot. No. It's all no. falling into place. No, the visuals were bad. The voices the voices were great. Um but I I just it just felt off to me. It just felt off, and I think I just couldn't get like, couldn't get past the visuals of how bad they looked. And remember, remember, Ryan, the, remember the Shrek you, meme. Remember the Shrek meme. <laughs> I I I didn't like the dude that played Michelangelo. He was too. It, they made to me that was the downfall. Why I didn't like the movie as much as I like the others because they made Michelangelo creepy. <laughs> And I, I felt like he Why was, was he creepy? almost going to rape April. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm not over-exaggerating. He was super creepy. <laughs> One, he's a turtle. Yes. Human. Yes. But don't you know uh, okay, that a turtle's but, penis is up like half the size of its body? So she would have been in for a great time if that was the case. It was just, I got too much of a creepy vibe. And I'm sure yeah. that's not the actor's fault. So let's say I didn't like... I, I won't say I didn't like the guy who played Mike Landry. Yeah, well, Really creepy. Yeah, creepiness aside, he still felt like Mikey. He was just a creepy. He Mikey. did, yeah. If if you took the fact that he wanted to have rough Relations. sex with April <laughs> and take April roughly from behind again, if you take that out of it. Wouldn't you though, if you were met me? I mean, no. no, I met Megan Fox, and even then, I was like, eh. Yeah, but you know, you're I just weird. love that your I just love that your wife for, forbade you to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, Chris. I got I got an extra ticket to the premiere. Yeah, she Mr. couldn't Turtles. go. That, that was that was the thing. Yeah, and you're not allowed to go. And then I go, hey Chris, I just won tickets to 
the premiere of Hacksaw Ridge where Mel Gibson will be there and Hugo Weaving and all these people. I was tickets to weird things at the time. And then, and then I was like, come along. And you're like, nah. And then, you're, and then your missus goes, Chris, I was just down the road and I met John Biega. <laughs> <laughs> so she's allowed to meet famous people. Yes, you are. Me. That's, that, that is, that's, absolutely, that's absolutely true. So, right, right. I mean, you're coming in from more from a, like, you, you like the turtles, but you're not as hardcore as Jamie. What did you think of the second film? Yeah, I liked the second film more than the first one um, because they incorporated more characters into it. Bebop and Rocksteady hold a special yeah. place in my heart. And not only was uh, one of them played by the current WWE champion at the time, but I also, Bebop and Rocksteady. And I felt the actors that played Bebop and Rocksteady were Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Like, even when they weren't in their mutant form, um, the actors just, they nailed it. They absolutely nailed that. And that elevated it for me. And they dialed back Mikey's creepiness just a little bit. Um <laughs> So yeah, that that's why I enjoyed it more. And look, I enjoyed the story more in in the second one as well. So w- with that, mm-hmm. I think the the strongest part of the second one was the famous Asian actress that just stood next to the main <laughs> character and didn't do anything, <laughs> but because it was filmed by a Chinese company, that was important that she was in every single shot. I do believe that was a key element to that that movie's you know success, like yeah. a greatness. But let's just talk to some of the points that Jamie mentioned about you know bulletproof turtles. Mm-hmm. Jamie, how do you know you're bulletproof? Well, I know that I'm not. No, but exactly. But how would you again? These how would these turtles know that they're bulletproof? Well, I think they probably get a little hint when they're throwing people through trains. Again, that was their first time actually fighting people. How would they know that they're bulletproof? <sighs> Until someone shoots at them. Splinter should have known. How would he again? Was he in the steel pick of a gun going hey. test number one? But oh shit, they're not if bulletproof. He, if he can teach them, if he can teach them ninjutsu from a book, he can do anything, man. But wouldn't it be important for them to learn how to fight in case you know they weren't bulletproof? Well, I'm pretty sure that they could read why not box boxing would be easier. Learn how to punch because essentially the size they are just <laughs> kind of like the Superman shove. He didn't he didn't learn martial arts, he just went. <laughs> Like, you know, eight, seven seasons of Smallville, just him going, whoosh, doosh. Yes, but if you actually read the comics, you actually had to learn how to fight because, you know, there are people in the comics that are str- the strong or just as strong as he was, you know. Yeah, but I'm talking without, Smallville. Without, you know, I don't know, Smallville side, you know. Live action, okay. mate. Live action. Yeah. No, but look, that's, and, a fair, that's a fair point. That's a fair yeah. point, but... Of course it is. Now, I, I hear, and I'm, I'm not from America, I'm not in New York, but I hear the fact that they had a Pizza Hut endorsement pissed off a bunch of people because they, they weren't eating like famous Drays or something like that. I was going, again, Pizza Hut paid more money. That's fine. I, I can, you know, that's yeah. capitalism. I completely understand that Pizza Hut paid more money for the deal. So, you know, screw them. Screw, screw, screw originality. But it sounds like this movie was everything you wanted and yet you still don't rate it as one of the greatest of the Turtles films. It really wasn't everything I wanted. It was. And honestly... This the thing that probably put me turned me off a lot was also Megan Fox's April. Why? Elaborate. She, she can't act. I disagree. <laughs> I think she's a fine actor. I think she did a fine job as April. What was the what was the issue with April? She didn't feel like April. She didn't look like April. She's like, hi, I'm April. It's the Michael Bay thing. Like, you okay? Put the glasses on your hot chick. She's like, oh, just throw on a yellow jacket. You're April. That'll do. She didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially with all the other actresses that were lined up for the role that were all better choices. 
She was just what? bland, mate. She's bland, boring. What happened at the premiere that made you hate her so much? No, no I already hated her before that. Yeah, he's, he's never liked Megan I've Fox. I've never liked Megan Fox. So maybe it made so it doesn't matter how good she was and how how she nailed that performance. No, look, I, like, I'll admit, look, I will admit, I will admit when Tom look, I hate Tom Cruise, but when he does a good movie, I will admit that it's a good movie. Tom Cruise doesn't do good movies. Yeah, he does. The Tom, the Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise. See, with me, Tom Cruise, I don't like him as a person, but I like him as an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can separate those two. Like, yeah, yeah but, James, but he James, can do a bad movie. Oh, no, Tom Cruise would do tons of bad. Tom Cruise mostly does bad films, like yeah. mostly. Just like Megan Fox, mostly does bad films. Name and one I'm bad playing... Megan Fox film. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, Teenage Mutant Ninja not, Turtles. That's too? not a bad film. Sorry, that's not a bad um, film. Transformers Two. <laughs> uh, hey, that's a fantastic <laughs> Transformers film. Two. Transformers yeah. Two. Transformers and Ninja Turtles. Um, Have you seen any other Megan Fox? That, movie? that cowboy weird DC cowboy movie. Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. Oh, she acted fine in that. That's a script problem, not so much. Um, acting. season six or five of New Girl. One of the highest rated seasons, apparently. Your arguments are. Yeah. Let as, me just bring up some, her IMDb. As someone who doesn't see see her, like her hotness, because I okay. Let's I just say she's me. just she's just another Kristen Stewart. Oh, you take that. Oh, you take that. Oh, those are fighting words. Young man. Just another Kristen Stewart. Wow. Your hate for Kristen Stewart is. is... No, I just don't like bad actresses. Man, I'm pulling up her IMDb and everything she's done is. I haven't even heard of. Jennifer's Body was great. That was great. Exactly. Like, again. The horror movie was great. Fantastic film. That's a great I'm, film. I'm, I'm, I'm unbiased. I don't look at her as a hot woman because I don't like women. Yeah. I'm, I, I, Jennifer's body was fantastic as a horror movie. I absolutely loved it. She well, was actually, also... Going, the, going through her IMDb, it's like every movie here suits Ryan, so... Why is that? <laughs> Jamie, why is why that? Is that? There's a lot why of horror that? there. <laughs> yeah, she, she, start, she got her start in horror. Exactly. Yeah, but she was also in a movie called This Is 40 with um, Paul Rudd and it was a Judd Apatow movie. She was pretty good in that too. I heard that that was also a good Is that film. because she played it, a bimbo that was like, hey. Yeah, yes, she did. Yeah. Interesting. So Jamie can't, yeah, Jamie's just... Look, I don't like the actress. Suck it up. Yeah, but then obviously that, that feeds into your hate for the movie that, that is clearly a great film. No, because like when Steve I see a Ninja Turtles film, you didn't I like have my vision... And when you throw in someone sure. that doesn't belong there, they don't belong. And even, right. even, even, look, I like Stephen, I like Stephen Armel, but he was a god awful damn terrible Casey. See, that he I was, will agree with you. He right. was not Casey Jones. Yeah. I'll that's because he's a terrible actor, but that's a separate other, that's a whole separate other thing. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a fantastic, everything he does is golden. I actually don't think of a scene apart from anything apart from Arrow and that movie, actually. I think that's the only thing he's been in. Oh, he's, he's uh, again, could be biased, but Heels is a wrestling show that he, he's actually really good at that. I mean, like, yeah, I think there's a bias in that. He doesn't spend much time in that show with a shirt on, so I could be biased. <laughs> and if me and Fox spend, again, if me and Fox spend most of the time without a shirt on, Jamie would be like, oh, she's the best actress I've ever, like, she's, no, she's a fine really. actress. No. 
I'd just go, oh, look, boobs, and I wouldn't watch the movie, you know? So Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Okay. Now, more importantly, you've, you, you've said so much hate for Lord Michael Bay's fine films, and you've said that, you know, oh, my God, he just doesn't get turtles. All right, Jamie. <laughs> you, a studio executive, because of a bad game of poker, has to give you $200 million to make your own Teenage Ninja Turtles movie right now. What is the movie? Tell me the synopsis, young man. Go. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. See, I've thought about this because I've, I've actually... You should I've... be able to tell us a, a great pitch for a film. Yeah, but, you, you, you know, I, I'd want to make it grounded. The first one would be grounded. Grounded? Yes. Like, because it would be an origins. But it would be my origins. And it would focus a lot more... Because the thing I, the thing I don't, don't like is they keep re-saying, this is how Splinter became Splinter. This is how Splinter became Splinter. You know, there's Splinter that turned, you know, he was um, Mato Yoshi and he gets turned into a rat. And then there's... That makes the most sense. And then there's the... With all the Splinter stories. And then there's the, he was actually a rat who wasn't mutated at all and he learned ninjutsu. From, from That's Mato just Yoshi. stupid, but yep, okay. Is, you know, which is adorable, but it's it's stupid. Yeah. Um, then there's the IDW where it's um, re- reincarnation, which kind of works. Okay. That kind of makes makes sense. Cool. But I would create my own version. All right. What is your own version of my this? My version would be um, they would be doing experiments, mutagen experiments in like the 80s. Yep. But they would be mutated um, on rats. And that's how Splinter would be a, um, a rat that got mutated in that lab and then escapes. I was umming and ahhing about throwing in some key character, like maybe he was in there with Leatherhead or something like that. But he would escape and then he would be trained by Yoshi. Yep. Um, and then I would incorporate the, uh, the, the story from the very first comic where Yoshi killed Shredder's brother. And then so Shredder goes after Yoshi kind of thing. So that would happen then and then splinter would move to new york and then the experiments would be restarted in new york and then mm-hmm. the turtles would come along and be well so you'd basically do a splinter film as no, your first no it, it, it honestly would probably be like a 20 minute before the credits pop up kind of thing like an opening like that's, you know, a, that's like... a fairly long opening montage though no it wouldn't be a montage like it would be like tw- like a 20 minute start and then the credits would opening credits would happen, and then it would go into the film in in modern day New York. Modern day New York, you'd want it to be placed into. Yeah, so Splinter's been around for a while. Oh, okay. And that so that explains so that that's how you explain away Splinter's unusual martial arts expertise. <laughs> yeah, well, because he'd be a mutated rat that then learns ninjutsu as a mutated rat. Ryan, what are your thoughts on Jamie's idea? It'll work. It would work. It would work. Um, <clears throat> not my idea. That's that would. That's a good idea, but it's not the way that I would go. No, where um, would you go? I honestly would follow the IDW comics. Mm. Um, I'd have the 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 reincarnation thing for sure, but the Hamato Yoshi. Orokosaki would be like Scorpion and Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat. Ah, yes. Be, like, I, I have no issue with setting the first 20 minutes, half an hour in feudal Japan or Ooh. 
You know what I mean? Like, so that so that works. The twenty minute intro. No, no, but I'm, I'm, that's perfectly fine. But <laughs> yeah, seriously, because that that's I have I would have no issue doing that. I have no issue with yours either. I have no issue with movies that we don't see the opening credits for at least half an hour. Does not bother me as long as the story's good. Uh, but yeah, I would have that. I would show more of in the first movie more of the Hamada Yoshi or Okosaki. Hamada Yoshi having the sons, like in the IDW comics. So mm. the, the sons are the, the t- eventually will become the turtles. Mm. Um, I would still have Orokosaki killing his wife, killing um, Hamada Yoshi's wife. Yep. And then I would ha- I would still keep the, the vengeance in Hamada Yoshi for, for a bit until he learns from the kids. So pretty much tearing it straight from the IDW first volume would be the first movie. That makes um, sense. Have no issue bringing characters like Leatherhead, Old Hob. Obviously, not all at once, but that would be down the road in the trilogy. I'd like it to be a trilogy. That's some great but, characters in mm. the IDW. Oh, definitely. I mean, and you could do a whole the uh, the Ultron or Ultron Empire storyline. You could do a whole movie just on that. I mean, yeah. I, I'd want more Triceratons. Like a... You guys aren't mentioning Triceratons, but again, apparently, no, 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 definitely, definitely, that'd be part like of it. But, I mean, you could. You could do so much with that universe. You never start with Triceratons. Yes, yeah. you do. You're John Connor, that shit. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't start with with the, the Hail Mary, with the, like, no. the boom. You start on a planet that's been conquered by Triceratons, and Michelangelo is the only living turtle. He's older, <laughs> he's wiser, and he's given up on this whole Carl Bunga thing, and he goes back in time to then obviously prevent that event. So basically the last Ronin is Triceratons. Correct. (laughs) Triceratons. (laughs) Yeah, no, look, I've always, I've I've written down, jotted down all these ideas, and it always leads to the Triceratons, because the Triceraton is the, like, you know, the... Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I want more Triceratons. I'd like I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not seeing enough Triceratons. There's a, great, there's a great comic arc where they, um, and they do it in the cartoon as well, where they go to, um, it's like a battle royale, but there's yeah. Triceratons on this other planet. The gladiatorial pit, free for all. And they escape with the Triceraton. And to me, that's second or third movie. Yeah. Territory for, for me personally. I'm yeah. with Jamie. The first movie would be grounded. It would have villains like Old Hob. I, you know what? I would even be, uh, I wouldn't be opposed to not bringing Shredder in straight away. Oh, because how many, how many franchises have you seen? Okay, like Spider Man, let's bring the Green Goblin in first. Batman, yeah. let's bring the Joe. Like, why, why do we need Shredder straight away? I would no. happily, happily have that, that my, my idea and then have villains like Leatherhead. Old Hob, Rat King, um, in, and then maybe Rat at the end you see Rat you King. See, you yeah. you must respect Rat King is one of the greatest turtle villains. Really un- underrated of them all. And but why then, is that? And yeah, because no, he can he's... control Splinter, mm-hmm. and you can do that mind stuff. Um, and there, there's yeah, a few but... different there's a few different versions of them, but um, and I've always envisioned a live action Rat King with um what's his name the dude that plays harvey dent in the christian bale batman's aaron 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 eckhart yeah he would be a fantastic rat king okay could be could be but it'd be super creepy that that movie. <laughs> it would be on creepiness <laughs> how do we how do you solve for 
one of the biggest issues when you do anything turtles. Turtles don't have lips. <laughs> Easy. Uh, and so people hated the Michael Bay turtles because they had lips because, you know, to talk. They go, oh, they don't have that. They should be rounded like a beak. If they had beaks, they can't talk. Like a real turtle, a turtle can't talk because it has a beak. How yeah. do you solve for this? What's your solve for this particular problem? Because I've seen fans say like, oh, they should look like the cartoons and say those don't work. because No, no see, I, I, I don't agree that they, they, sh- they shouldn't look like, like it worked in the 90s with the, you know, the puppet suits. That kind of worked. But, the turtles don't have lips, they have beaks. Yeah. But, you know, they never mutated that way though. So it all comes down to mutation. So you're saying it's about the turtle they pick. You have to find a turtle that has luscious lips. Is that what you're saying for you? Mutated? No, I'm just saying you don't. You can just explain it away by mutation. This is how they mutated. They mutated this way. They mutated that way. Um, just like how in Jurassic World, when they explained away why dinosaurs suddenly don't look like you know, <laughs> it's like you didn't want them to look that way. We because I engineered them scary. Um, okay, but look. I, I think because you were one of the people that hated the Michael Bay lip turtles as well from memory. Oh, it just looked weird though. It just looked weird. Yeah, because my thing is they got to look good. They don't. Have, they don't have to look like the cartoons. They can look like anything, but they just have to look good. Remember that that image I showed you once, and like it was like almost dragon esque scales, and yeah, they. But looked... that still had a beak. That's not going to help them yeah. talk though. Like again, you can't have it like that's just going to like. That's one of the weird things. That's one of the hard things about you know. Any creature, well, if it has a beak, it can't talk you, you, like a human. You're really excited. You were really excited about the ideas they had of them turning into very X-Men-like characters. So I'll just make them all telepaths. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to go, and I'm not, and I'm absolutely not against it. Now, where do you to help this wrap this up, Jamie? Where do you believe the Turtles franchise should go, and where do you think it's going? Do you have any faith in the current projects in the works? Well, it's only getting worse, to be honest. I think this, the strongest suit is the comics seem to be still like even if even though I'm not a huge fan now, they'd still be the strongest <laughs> element that's going. But with like since 2012, it's just gone downhill. The um 2012 CGI, while while it was well well animated, it just it was too kiddy and weird, um, and it just got worse as it went along. This that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people out there will defend it with all their heart and soul, but I just you know, I think honestly, the last great TMNT thing was 2007. Ryan, what do you think about what do you think about the state of the franchise? I hundred percent. Like I, as I said, I did enjoy the Michael Bay movies, but were they better than the two thousand seven Ninja Turtles animated movie? No, not not at all. Not even close. Um, I will agree. The comics, as I said, I, they've got massive rereadability. Uh, they've just released the 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 series up into issue one hundred in what they call the IDW collection, which actually collects all the mini series in between in the proper order, which is fantastic and worth the money um yeah i think something really needs to happen to get me excited for another ninja turtles tv show or movie we all know what that is we all know what everyone wants to see ninja turtles versus battletoads i think that's i think that's you know let's let's not let's not pretend that's not what we don't want to see ninja turtles v battletoads let's not pretend that's not a thing not everyone remembers battletoads i do but uh, you know they were just that obscure it was a great game too um but yeah the younger audience 
now are going to go, what was Battletoads? Battletoads is awesome. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, I know it is. I know it is. But, like, you find me someone who's younger than 30 that knows what Battletoads are. Well, who are those? Same with Biker Mike from Mars. Or, oh, yeah. Biker Mike. That's a whole other episode. We can go in depth. And... Someone's going to be able to tell you. That's the And thing. Street Sharks. you got to remember okay. that. But you got to remember who's writing the screenplays nowadays. Yeah. People who don't know what Battletoads are. Because they had, I don't know if they had the Battletoads, but they did have Toads in, in the Turtle franchise. So there are now because in, even the, com- the comics that you hate, they got to a really cool arc where they um, Frankenstein the creature with a bunch of bits, including bits of Toads and, the, and Venus. Yeah, no, no and but Venus. like... Frank and like, Venus. And, bef- you know. Even before that in the 80s cartoon um, and in the current IDW comics, there's a frog called Napoleon or something. Mm-hmm. No, or they all had Renaissance names like Napoleon, or not Renaissance, like you know, historical names. Histor- yeah, it's like there's some one called Gun- Genghis, there was one called Napoleon. And they were like, woo. But um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that pretty much wraps up our turtles conversation. It was excellent to hear Jamie's wrong opinions on how great the Michael Bay films were, and Ryan's opinions on the comics are good. So I will accept. I'll I'll, I'll say that it's a draw in terms of. <laughs> opinions we're a little bit divided but because obviously you know we haven't even touched on turtles fan fiction but again that's maybe we'll, we'll save that for for a, a, a darker <laughs> episode where we, darker we, go, we, episode. we go down we go down the safe search of turtles fan fiction um <laughs> <laughs> ryan good to chatting with Oid, and and same with you jamie jamie do you have anything else in the, in, that you want to add before we sign off not really, but maybe just um, if you guys haven't realized, this is uh, basically a new format we're going to do. We're going to bring Chris in full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Ryan will do the interview episodes and Chris will jump on board to bag me out on my opinions and tell me I'm wrong <laughs> consistently. And I, um... I don't tell you you're wrong. I correct you. It's a difference. There is a strong difference on... on I'm, just, I'm just correcting your opinion when, you're, when you have... A slightly misguided judgment on Michael Bay's, <laughs> or Lord Michael Bay's legendary works. I think you know. I think it needs to be corrected. Yeah, well, on okay, I'll, I'll just I'll I'll come clean, Chris. My biggest problem with Turtles, the Michael Bay version, not enough explosions, mate. Uh, I knew it. Yep, I, we can all agree on that. You know, if you're watching a Michael Bay film, there isn't at least five explosions. Something's gone wrong. Something is, you know. Well, imagine, imagine a crossover of Michael Bay, J.J. Abrams. Ninja Turtles movie, there'd be explosion and lens flare. Oh my god, that would no. be the best film! No, Explosions, no, but, lens flare. No, but you can you barely see be anything. To, you wouldn't be able to see the explosion. Yes. <laughs> no, there's all the lens flare. Explosion, there's lens flare. It's just all <laughs> over the place. No, even better. We get a Michael Bay film with J.J. Abrams filming it, and then we get M. Night Shyamalan to write the story and <laughs> <laughs> create the ultimate film. I, I think I'm actually going to go and write that film after this podcast is over <laughs> in my bathroom. Guaranteed, I'm out a bit better than that script. Okay, then what, what would what would be the M Night twist? What would be the M Night? Turtles night? are actually not turtles; they're tortoises. <laughs> oh, the twist! <laughs> Love it. Um, and, the, and then the, the words come up, and the turtles were dropped out, and it's just tortoises. <laughs> da, da, da. M Night, travel on strikes again. M. Knight, give us a call. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On that amazing note, thank you all for listening. Until next time.